Hello, have a good Friday. This is Aurelio Porfiri for an, another episode of our podcast here in Cantus Newsletter. So today I want to entertain you and also myself uh, doing a, a travel on a memory line, as you English people say. Uh, because uh, uh, today I want to uh, uh, remind some of my meetings with the singers of many years ago. Because uh, um, I don't want to tell you my age, but I cannot tell you. I'm not old, but I'm not also very young. I mean, I can only say I am over 50 and before 55. So you, you can guess yourself. But uh, I play or conduct or compose for the church since I was an, an adolescent. And I was lucky enough that soon in my life, I started to play in St. Peter Basilica, where I was a substitute organist for almost 16 years. So uh, because of this, I have many meetings with uh, singers that were uh, uh, that belong to the uh, the Roman choirs, to the Sistine Chapel, to the St. Peter's Choir, St. Mary Major, and other uh, important church choirs. And some of these singers were quite old when I met them many years ago, decades ago. So they also tell me stories about uh, their own uh, um, experience their own career in church singing and this is why i say from centuries ago because i don't i don't only meet singers that were very active in the 20th century of course i was active in the 20th century too because of my age but i also met singers that have roots in the 19th century, if not them directly, but they have teachers that were important singers in the 19th century. So uh, I have to say, uh, I, I always remember these meetings with these singers. And some of them, I repeat, uh, I meet them maybe 30 years ago or, or even more, and they were already old at the time, and they also um, uh, remember uh, uh, their own youth. And some of them were even uh, singers when they were uh, kids. So uh, they, they sing in treble choir. So th their uh, memory go way, way back in time. And uh, what I can tell you, what, what I can remember for, uh, from what they say to me is that uh, uh, before the council, uh, we, we now say before the council, referring to all the years before the council. So I'm not referring to the 50s or the 40s, but I refer before the council. So it means the decades before the council, the activity in church choirs was really huge, really huge. I remember, I don't know if I already tell you, told you this story, but I remember one singer. Uh, I saw the singers only once. 
uh, and uh, I, I, in that time I was uh, singing in the uh, choir gallery in St. Mary Major with the uh, Cappella Liberiana. Uh, I, I sang with them sometimes, with, that is the, the, choir, the, the, the choir of St. Mary Major, a very ancient choir that go back to Renaissance time, where also Palestrina was uh, uh, one of the Pueri Cantores, so it's a very important choir. So I sing with them for some time. I remember one day uh, it appears on the choir gallery a singer that was very old. He, he came there only to visit the other singers. And I can see that everyone was celebrating him. Oh, he's here. What a nice thing. And so uh, some other singers that were there with me, they told me who was the singer. He was a very famous singer at his time. Uh, and, and I repeat, he was already very old and I'm talking about 30 years ago. So he, he was very important singer at his time. He, he was a phenomenal singer. They told me that he was so good that everyone want, wants him to go and sing with the, for this feast or the other feast. And he was proposed also to sing for the Sistine Chapel Choir, the choir of the Pope. But he refused. And why he refused? Because he said that he can make much more money continuing to do, we can say, freelancing than going and sing with the Sistine Chapel Choir. That, that can explain you how, uh, how really big was the business of singing in church at that time. And I say business uh, uh, without uh, being disrespectful for, for this great profession. You know uh, that uh, in, uh, uh, before, in the past, the, the singers in Rome... Uh, they were called the, the Roman profession. Uh, that, that, was, that is telling you how big was the importance of this kind of, uh, of, of job or this kind of profession for also society. I mean, people were really respected because they were singing for very important ceremonies and they... Uh, sing in the Roman churches and Rome was, I have to say, was really the center of the Catholic world. So you can really imagine how important was this kind of uh, profession. And also, uh, I remember uh, many singers reminding me of uh, very important uh, church musician of the past that I have not uh, being able to meet because uh, they uh, died before I was even born. So I remember uh, many singers uh, telling me about uh, uh, them singing with uh, uh, the very famous uh, uh, conductor and composer Lorenzo Perosi. And they uh, told me they were very young and then Lorenzo Perosi uh, gave them uh, some candies uh, and uh, you know, Lorenzo Verosi was a very peculiar kind of a personality because he had also to struggle with mental issues. But indeed, even today, is one of the most famous church music composers here in Italy. Most of the singers 
know by heart their masses, his masses. And uh, so he's already a very well-reputed composer. Other telling me about their meetings and their familiarity with another very famous and important composer that was uh, Licinio Refice. Uh, that, uh, both of them, uh, Perosi and Refice, were priests. And also Refice was a very peculiar kind of character, very artistic. When, when people say to musicians, ah, you are the artist type, yes. So Refice was that kind of, uh, of musician but also very important and a very talented musician. I, uh, his music was published also abroad and uh, I think was published also in United States. So um, we are speaking about very important musicians of their time. So in my memory, there are many of these things coming from uh, uh, old singers and uh, I, I hope I will be able to put them on paper. I put some of this stuff on paper, but I, I hope that uh, I can make more articles and books with these things because I really think that these are things that have not to be lost. And I feel part of this chain of singers and organists and conductors and composers that go back in time since the beginning of Christianity and in a certain part even before because also Christianity, uh, Christian music was the hair of uh, uh, Jewish music and Greek music also, Roman music. So, I mean, I feel part of this chain that go back in time and I feel very proud about that. So, uh, I want to thank you for listening. If you went... If you want to add any comment to what I said, please feel free to do so. Thank you very much. And I hope to have you in the last episode of our podcast. Bye-bye.